0: Welcome to The Current, the official stakeholder podcast for Kentucky Lake Economic Development in Marshall County, Kentucky, with founder and CEO Josh Tubbs.
1: Periodically on this podcast, we will be sitting down with our local uh, and perhaps our state elected officials to talk about economic development in Marshall County and in West Kentucky. And it's a pleasure today to uh, sit down with Judge Executive Kevin Neal of Marshall County. Now, for those who aren't familiar with what exactly a judge executive uh, might be and what that means. A judge executive is similar to the county mayor or perhaps the CEO of a county jurisdiction in the state of Kentucky. So we're uh, excited to be with Judge Executive Kevin Neal appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to join us uh, for our Kentucky Lake Economic Development Podcast. So you've been a major part of the aggressive nature of economic development over the last few years. And, and one of the things that we're doing with this podcast is we're using this content specifically to get in front of site selectors and corporate decision makers. And I think it's important for those folks to hear from local elected officials. And, you know, we're, we're interviewing existing industries and talking with those folks about the their operations, but I think it's important for companies to hear and site selectors to hear from local elected officials about the quality of place in those communities, the aggressive nature of how we do economic development here in Marshall County. And so I'm excited to have you as a as a guest on this podcast. Let's talk about Southwest One Industrial Park, because I know that that's a, that was a real game changer in our approach to economic development here. Up until that time, just so our listeners know, we, we didn't have a, an, an industrial development park Available of any kind, and when you were elected to office, we sat down and we talked about some long-term strategies. And obviously, at that time, Southwest One was was uh, being explored. The preliminary work had been done. So after that conversation, it was it was it was very obvious that you were excited about that quest for an industrial park to have that product to put in front of companies. Can you talk a little bit about Southwest One Industrial Park?
0: Yeah, you know Southwest One. The best way I can describe Southwest One is. And I think you and I, when we had this conversation years ago, a couple of years ago, was that we have a seat at the table. If we don't have a product, then we don't have that conversation. You, you and I have had that uh, discussion. So as an elected official with an economic director sitting down and looking at what does our community have to offer, that was profound to me because if you don't have a product, you don't have a conversation. I mean, it's is the 21st century Uh, Other communities are competing in the same industry, so Southwest One had been talked about for years. We had to just put everything together. It needed funding from from the fiscal court. Uh, We developed partnerships to get funding, Delta Regional Authority, PACRO. All these partners that all support regional economic development, creating jobs. Uh, Obviously, we're going to benefit from that, but the communities around us are going to benefit from that. But I think more importantly, companies that are looking for a safe place to come and market their product and make their companies grow or just be successful, we now have a seat at the table. We have a product to help deliver that for some some company that is out there looking.
1: It's proximity to I-69 and I-24 intersecting in in Calvert City, which is about seven to eight miles away. That interstate access is only a couple of miles from the site itself. The site itself is served by a four-lane highway, uh, so there's great access to those logistical points. One of the most important things that made this site viable as a multi-tenant industrial park was the transportation logistics, access to, to those utilities. We did have to put some investment into water and wastewater, mm-hmm. but it was it was close. Logistically speaking, it was the most cost efficient of all the sites that we vetted during that process. The site is served by dual fiber. So there's redundancy in fiber, mm-hmm. which is these days is just as important as having water. That's right. Right. Yeah. And um, and so natural gas is at the site and obviously West Kentucky Rural Electric serves the site, which in their distributor for, for TVA. So all of these things Came together really well to make this site great for the small mid-sized companies who are looking to grow and expand. I'll say this: the the, the county has been very supportive of this development and very supportive of, of making sure that utilities are are at the site. The county's also been very aggressive throughout the community in making sure that utilities are readily available for expansion in, in, in companies. And for those listening that may be familiar with rural communities, infrastructure is always a Challenge, Yes. but kudos to to the county for uh, specifically in the Draftonville area, and, and for those listening that might not know about Draftonville, Draftonville is this unincorporated area right off of I sixty nine that's seeing this splurge of, of growth, and so making sure that wastewater is in place it's not it's not something pretty to talk about, but you all have really stepped up and made some major investments in making sure that that wastewater is readily available.
0: Making that a priority um, is is paying dividends. Um, So, yeah, we have Southwest One for economic development, but you also have that organic development with the uh, existing landowners uh, right there off of the interstate, and uh, we're going under the interstate. We're getting sewer to the other side, hoping the land that is there, and there's quite a bit of acreage there for development, um, that that becomes a home for a company. could be a small business. could be an existing business that wants to expand. But uh, again, that same philosophy and that discussion that if you don't have a product, you don't have a you know a seat at the table. We want to have a, uh, a product so that even the local landowners and businesses can expand.
1: So we'd be remiss if we didn't mention Kentucky Lake and just the impact that it has not only on our local economy, but on, on our region. Kentucky Lake is a tremendous tourism generating uh, tool that we have here in this community. Let's talk a little bit about the draw of Kentucky Lake, not just to visitors, but also the access to the citizens here, as well as the potential for that to be leveraged, You know, especially in a time where we're seeing the surge of Families who are moving out of metropolitan areas, urban areas, and into more rural, consistent areas like Marshall County in, in West Kentucky. I, you know, I was talking to a, a real estate friend of mine a couple of days ago, and she had said that there is this surge of individuals calling her about real estate from you know the Chicago area and specifically New Jersey as well. So she's she said there's staying just extremely busy right now. And I think there's probably a lot of factors leading to that, but certainly you mentioned being a safe community, being a consistent community, but, but also just having Kentucky Lake as an amenity in our community and in our region is, is a beautiful asset and, and land between the lakes. So can you talk a little bit about the impact that tourism has on our community and how important it is for us to maintain that quality of place? Oh, it's,
0: it's, it's a huge impact. Uh, growing up here, uh, you and I, we've seen tourism and uh, what it can do for our communities, but also what it allows us to do uh, as families and uh, how we can go out and enjoy the lake. And I think the lake, you know, it's been there, guys, for years, and it has kind of uh, set its own stage. Uh, there are people all across the country who have been to Kentucky Lake, uh, and they know about Kentucky Lake for various reasons, fishing, recreation. You know, we we talk about folks looking for, for whatever reason, the rural communities for that safe environment. I mean, the the kind of slow pace. Marshall County, and and definitely the counties that border uh, the lake, have an advantage. Kentucky Lake, between fishing, hunting, boat access for recreational. The uh, land between the lakes. Uh, I used to uh, uh, hunt over at land between the lakes quite often. Being in land between the lakes was 170,000 acres, and it's not commercialized. That that's a that's a great asset in our backyard.
1: the the, the active. Adventure tourism, I guess we could say, the mountain biking, running, hiking, like you said, fishing, hunting, camping, whatever the case might be, it's just, it's so ripe for that. In conjunction with Murray State University being, you know, right here in the region, West Kentucky Community and Technical College being in the region as well, we're we're on the move in in making this region and certainly Marshall County a place that young folks want to be. Mm -hmm. And and so many times we, you know, in economic development, we hear all the time that, you know, young talent can live anywhere. Uh, And a lot of times they do move to where they want to be and then figure out what they want to do. Right. Sure. So we're unique in a way that we have all of these these assets and that certainly the the change in pace is very important uh, nationally right now. And I think that we we can leverage that in a way that provides a tremendous quality of, of life to anybody who, who moves here. Marshall County has a roughly 31,000 uh, 31, population. Regional population is somewhere around 240,000, maybe a little over. We've got this labor shed, and the surprising thing is that commute times in our labor shed are, are very low. I mean, we have folks driving to our county from all over Mm -hmm. the region to work and and likewise we have people leaving our community to go work in somewhere else in the region and The flow of traffic is nice. There's no holdups. You don't have to sit in a traffic jam. (laughs) have no congestion. And so I think that certainly improves the quality of life. I've said this before in some of the podcast interviews that I've done, and and I've said this in a lot of our marketing material. We really do have a generational workforce. For those listening who haven't listened before, Marshall County is, is well known for its Very large chemical manufacturing complex in Calvert City. Those companies may have changed names over the decades. Yeah. But the products, the innovation, the development that's happened in Calvert City has grown with our people, mm-hmm. essentially. My dad worked in Calvert City. My grandfather, my, you know, and it goes on and on and on. And I know that you've probably got the same lineage yeah. in your family. I think your mother. My mother worked down there. My yes. mother works down there now. Right. So yeah. it's been a source of really good jobs for a long time. The generational workforce that we have they're hardworking. they're easily adaptable we we see you know so much more technology now than what we used to see in those processes and they adapt so well to those processes the skill level of the workforce that we have in this region is just incredible mm-hmm. I mean, we've got so many specialized skills from welding to electricians hvac pipe fitting you you name it machining so talk a little bit about the quality of that workforce and how it impacts the region and how that impacts you know how we tell our story
0: sure i mean that that is a huge
1: asset for not only
0: our county but our region because that's what uh, companies are looking for when they have that market or when they're in that market you know, so that that is a uh, a blessing that we have. Folks like to work here. I know. I know my family were just probably like your family. We're we're hardworking folks, and uh, we enjoy a job where we earn a wage to provide for our family, safe community. But we also understand that a skill and those skills are hard to come by. But to have a skill like welding or pipe fitting, those skills are definitely needed uh, for companies that uh, are working for, are looking for that uh, workforce. And so, yeah, I, I think that we are, and I'm a little biased to our community, but I know that we are a uh, potential landmark for somebody, for companies that are out there uh, that are looking to uh, uh, find a home with a reliable workforce and you know we are a diversified community in in, in the workforce place. We've got folks from three states that travel Calvert City. Uh, the interstates are two main arteries uh, through our community um, and, and that's uh, attractive to uh, companies that uh, want to get their product out. Uh, not too far from us is the fastest-growing city in the country, Nashville. So we've got a a lot going for us, and I think that we've hit the uh, the mark at the right time, and we we can sell our workforce. Uh, so I'm I'm proud of that.
1: We've talked about the interstate and that being a, a major logistical transportation amenity that we have. But we haven't even talked about the rail access in Calvert City and the and the river access. Yeah. And we've got listeners who have listened before or after whenever this podcast airs. You sit on the Tennessee Tom Bigby Waterway Authority and it has direct access to the port of Mobile. So you could essentially be at the Port of Mobile and move goods from Port of Mobile to Marshall County, Kentucky Mm -hmm. uh, right here in West Kentucky. Uh, On the other side, you've got the convergence of the Ohio, the Tennessee, the Cumberland, and the Mississippi uh, right there. So you've you've got access to to the Port of New Orleans as well. But what's interesting about all of that is that from an interstate or drive time, you're six hours from Chicago, you're eight or nine hours from New Orleans, you're four or five Hours Atlanta. from St. Louis, yeah. Atlanta, Memphis, yeah. Nashville, Little Rock. I know that a lot of economic developers like to say that their community is in the middle of the country. Yeah. But when you look at the areas around us and the markets around us, we really are smack dab in the middle of yeah. it with a lot of ways to access those right. markets, whether it's waterway, whether it's rail, whether it's trucking through interstate. So I think that's a really interesting place. For mm-hmm. us to, to be in the, in this region, I'm always excited to talk about that because not every community has interstate access, not every community has river access. There's you know less and less sites with rail access, and so that's just a really interesting thing about our community and our region. If you wanted to say one thing to a site selector or a corporate decision maker about why Marshall County is a great place to do business, what would you tell them?
0: You know the the. The biggest thing that that I've seen sitting in the elected position that I'm in is that uh, we took advantage of the opportunity Um, and we understand what uh, site selectors, you know, what their jobs are. They're out there looking at those sites. Uh, We've done our due diligence and and we're still moving forward. I feel we've put a product, as as we stated, for small to mid-sized companies on the table that's going to be very hard to, to push aside. And when they come out, I think they're going to see that this community is a community as we've just described. The government here is willing to work with any company that comes in. We want to be a a home for those companies when they make the decision to to find a new home. We want Marsh County to be that place. I think the biggest asset that we can offer to any company is that we're at the table. We know that we have a great community and we want to share that with any company that is willing to come in and share that with us.